Hello, everyone, and bonjour, Miles. What's up, Jason? Today is all about those savory and tasty treats you would find in the heart of Paris, but it's right here in Burbank. We're at Lou, the French on the block. Lou is a French pastry chef who strives for perfection in everything he serves at his bistro and bakery. And when you walk in, you can see and smell the love that goes into everything he does. But will the taste transport us back to France? Let's find out, shall we? With pleasure. This is the special French extended edition of Coffee Café. Coffee Café! Coffee Café! <laughs> Welcome. We are two work-from-home dads who for over a year have been getting together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler, a chance to have some great coffee and conversation. And to follow some rules, Jason. Ah, the rules. The rules. No national chains. Got to serve more than just a pitcher of drip coffee. Yep. It's got to be in the Burbank and surrounding areas, and we can only visit the shop once per year on official business, but as many times as we want besides <laughs> <official> that. Business. <laughs> and then we pick their best brew and decide if it's worthy, and we're sharing what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses you've probably never heard of, and some you have, so you can go out and try the best in town. What to get, which to avoid. Now, Miles, as you know, we usually go to coffee shops, and before we record our podcast, we get to meet the owners and chat with them about their place. And, and what we found is that there are so many fascinating stories and people behind these coffee shops. So, you know, we thought, hey, let's introduce our listeners to some of them and share what makes these places so unique. So that said, Miles, please tell us where we are today. We are at Lou, the French on the Block. It's at 4007 West Riverside Drive, so Pass and Riverside. Um, it's across the street from the Warner Brothers lot. And with us today to tell us about it is the man with his name in the lights, Laurent Correa, better known as Lou. And I know I said that wrong, so tell me how to say it right. So, that was wrong. Uh, it's actually Laurent. 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 Yeah, it's spelled L-A-U-R-E-N-T. It's very hard for you. Yes. That's why Lou. Lou. See, what's funny is I knew yeah. how it was spelled, yes. and I still got it wrong. <laughs> it was it was actually my um, coach when I was playing junior college yeah. um, in Kansas. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't say my name right. He was saying Lou Round, Lou Round, Lou Round. He was trying so hard to roll the R. Never did it, right? And then he just say Lou. And... <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm okay with that. All right, hey. You know, it was it either fits. Lou or Ron, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like Lou. Yeah. Well, Lou, uh, and we're going to call you Lou because there's no way we're going to say Laurent all the time like your coach. We'll tell the audience how we met you. We came here a year ago um, before we were doing these podcasts, and uh, we, we found this place by accident. We walked in and we smelled the French bread. And we said, man, do you sell that French bread? Because we want some. And he's like, no, we don't sell it, but I'll give you a, a big old yeah, loaf. That's right. You did. And we've been in love with you ever since. Thank you. <laughs> because it was spectacular. And then we got to taste your treats and things. And it's, and it's an amazing uh, experience when you come here. You were born and raised in, in Paris, right? Yes. Uh, and you've been in business here in Burbank since 2016. Yes. Uh, talk, talk about how you've developed this place here. So... I was playing basketball um, professionally in France, and um, I got hurt playing basketball. And um, you know, you've been playing basketball for so long, you don't know what to do after basketball. You know, it's a very, very hard question to ask yourself, like, what I'm gonna do next. You know, 
But then um, I was lucky because one of my uh, friend who was retiring from basketball was like, um, I want to open a bakery in a state. And I was like, cool. Um, so he went to this pastry <laughs> chef to learn how to bake. And I was like, okay, I'll come along. So we went to this pastry chef and uh, we saw him like baking, doing all these recipes and stuff. And, you know, I, I just clicked. I can do this. Yeah, but, but, but Lou, you're a basketball player. <laughs> or were a basketball player. Yeah. Not many basketball players go from that to pastry chef. There must have been something from your childhood that made you say, oh, pastries, I'm in. I mean, uh, I think it's more about, like, being an athlete. You know, you're not afraid of the challenge. You know, you know how to take steps to get to where you want to get. Right. But um, I did it, and um, I thought it was fun. My relationship, like, being a kid with the, the pastries was just eating the pastries. <laughs> so how was that coming from there to here and opening up so, a um, shop? So I won the green car lottery. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm totally legal here. Uh, and um, and uh, me and my wife, we decided to come to L.A. And then when we came to L.A., I was um, hired to um, a French school. They were looking for a basketball coach. And well, I'm French. Yep. I used to play basketball. <laughs> I can coach, you know. So I'm working at, at this school, and I come here for lunch. Down on Riverside down yeah. here? I yeah. Come, I come here at Chipotle, and um, in front of me, I see this juice bar. That was an old juice bar. And I'm like, this is a great place. And, and, and the feeling was great because you see all those people coming uh, around 12 for lunch. And there's an actual place in L.A. where people walk yeah. to go eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That's what I'm used to in France, you know, people walking everywhere and go eat in places. So I saw this place and I was like, this is where I want to open the store, you know. And I, I kept on telling my wife, like, this is where I want to open the store. But she never been around here. She never felt the vibe that I felt. So she just thought you were crazy. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Straight up, like, crazy. Like, why? Like, what is your problem? Yeah. What's your problem? You're why a this place? <laughs> Come on. This block is a hidden gem, though. I mean, you have, just like, taller buildings around here. Yeah. You know, parking's not easy. You have people, a lot of people walking. And you walking have Warner work. Brothers right around exactly. the corner. It's yeah. amazing. Exactly. And, and for, for, for a French guy, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, you've been watching all the TV shows and, and movies from Paris, and then you end up where the, the, the movies and, and uh, the TV shows are made. You know, it's, it's, it's a dream right now. Oh, well, so you're yeah. living your dream. Yes, I, and especially my wife's dream. Well, and let's talk <laughs> about your wife, Karima. She obviously uh, has been a, a major factor in you getting this place and probably really the, the brains behind the operation. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How does that work uh, on a regular basis? And she works with you here at the bakery? Yes, she, um, so she is a flight attendant. Okay. She worked for United. Um, so, and when she's not here, she's flying somewhere. Oh, wow. Uh, lately, she's been flying to Paris a lot. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> can she bring back some of the ingredients yeah. that you need? Uh, I don't want her to. Oh, okay. Because okay. if I start getting some um, stuff from France, yeah. you know, we bake on a big scale now. Right. Okay. So there's no way that she can uh, bring a tons of flour. Right, yeah. You know. <laughs> Flowers is kind of a suspicious thing to travel with. Too. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> no, she would not do that. Right, she's the one who got her got us the place. Me, I'm just in charge of baking. Well, and and you do so well at it. But I gotta ask the, the easy question: is the name of the place is called Lou the French in the Block? Whose ideas was that? 
Okay. <laughs> 99% mine. Okay. 1% because she said yes. <laughs> That's an important 1%, yeah. though. Yeah. The most important Crucial, because it's got to be unanimous. Uh, yeah. It's got to be at 100%. That's right. So, yeah. So, the name is, um, you know, growing up in France, you watch a lot of TV shows, and, and you listen to music, and you love everything about America. I mean, my generation. Yeah. You know? And um, I come here in America, and all the French businesses have French names. And for me, it was like, this is lame, you know? <laughs> it's too, uh, I'm French, you know? I cannot like it, right? you know? And I wanted, I wanted something that represent me and my wife, you know, something like young, something welcoming. I feel like if you expand and you have Lou the French on the block, mm -hmm. in every block, it's gonna make a lot of sense, <laughs> you know? Yep. It's just, you know, it's common sense. I'm Lou, I'm the French guy on the block. Exactly. How hard is that? I mean, come and see me. I, I, I feel like Lou the French on the block means like, come see me. And it's true. When you come here, you're here most of the time, and yes. you just talk to everybody. You you know, you do your stuff, but then you come out, it's, and it's a very welcoming place to come to. And and let's talk about what really makes this place unique is for, for me, as when I come here, it's a very cozy little place, not a lot of space, but it feels like you've stepped into Paris and are have gone to a how do you say it a, a patisserie patisserie all right I was close yeah, that's really closer, closer close. than I got with the name yeah. Yeah. better than my name for sure <laughs> <laughs> and it really does it feels like you just you've just gone back to Paris for a minute and you're getting amazing French uh, not just pastries but you also do sandwiches and and of course coffee yes. uh, but let's talk about that is that was that your intent to make it feel like a little store in Paris you know, when, when we started with this, you know, this is the vision that we had. But then you have the vision, but it's, it's hard to create the vibe. What I, what I realize is I'm, I'm super French. Like, I, we didn't make, we didn't <laughs> you make any... You might have to change the name of the store then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the super French on the block. But meaning, meaning, like, we, we built the place. Like, we didn't make any plan to paint this way, and we just did it. You know, and he turned out French because I'm super French. You just did it how you wanted it, and that's how it yeah. turned out? Yeah, we didn't make any plan. It was just like in the morning when you dress up, you dress, put some stuff together, and I look French because I'm French. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. You just do what you yeah. feel. Exactly. That's right. When I first, the first time we were here, I got a few croissants, and I brought a few more home to my wife, and I said, these things like float in your hand. I've never had a lighter croissant, never held a lighter croissant. Yeah. Now, is there one that's the most fun to bake versus uh, the one that's the best to eat? Um, I always go for the one that's better to eat. Which one's that for yeah, you? Yeah, come on, let, um, tell us. Definitely the almond croissant. The al almond, croissant. almond croissant, which we yeah. did get. We got everything, yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, the almond croissant. Uh, but is that so? That's your specialty. That's the one everybody talks about, and that's the yeah. one you love to eat on a regular basis. Yes. Why? What is it about that that? Just uh, just growing up, it was my best thing to get at the bakery. You know, uh, uh, it's just the, the the almond cream inside. I'm just a fan of it. Good. Yeah, we're picking that up on the mic. <laughs> we did. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You can tell it's crunchy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sounds like a cereal commercial now. <laughs> so you were telling us a little bit before that your, your coffee even is French as well. Yes. 
So we um, we just happened to know a French guy, that another French guy, that roast coffee. We didn't. We wanted it to be like different. It's true. When you taste your coffee, it tastes completely different from anywhere else. Yeah. And and you know when you have the French sign on the on the door, you have to be completely different. Why is that? Because uh, that's how we keep the culture. It's a very a lot of pressure on us because. You guys have a lot of um, high expectation when it comes to French stuff. That's true. You know. That's yeah. true. And 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 if that's not good, that's bad. Okay. You know, it's like LeBron scoring 20 points. That's not good. No. For anybody else, it's great. <laughs> you know. Good point. So LeBron playing basketball is like a French person cooking. Exactly. If you don't score 40 or 50 points, then no one's impressed. Exactly. Yeah. So this coffee is just that, right? It's trying to impress, but making sure that it, it meets your standards. My standards and the standards of the French people. Ah. Which is hard, hard that is to hard. impress. You know, I feel like when I go over there, I don't really meet those standards all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, but they're, they're, it's one of my favorite parts, which I think you've emulated here is to just be able to walk down the street and you come in the shop and you yourself make this place so friendly by just coming out and talking to people and you know we have there's four little tables out on the sidewalk and it really does feel like you're walking down the street in paris thank you it's uh you know it's the vibe that we wanted to have and um the cool thing about what we're doing here is um you have like eight strangers sitting here and they start talking to each other and, and next thing you know, they're calling each other uh, by name the next day. And, and it's great. You know, we wow. did, too. We, uh, yeah. we started talking to some people That's true. before uh, like, you came uh, out. A, a, a lovely lady came with her dog. She sat down. And then before you knew it, we were having a great conversation about our kids. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? You know, is there something in here that you want to tell us you in know, these ingredients? Uh, something <laughs> is legal now. <laughs> so one of the other things we talk about on the show is that we each have, uh, I have three young boys. Jason's got a, a young boy as well. And I was curious, you know, I, the reason you haven't seen me here with them is because I, I don't usually take them out to restaurants, all, all of us at a group, because it can end in disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm curious, what are the worst behaved kids you've ever seen out when you were out oh, eating at a restaurant, a, if you have a good story? In trouble. I want it, because, you know, we all like feeling good that our kids... Uh... You know, there's a lot of kids that come, and we always have fun with them. Um, most of the kids that come here, they behave because they always tell their mom or, the, or their dad, like, I want this, I want this, I want this. <laughs> oh, that's a great point. And then, and then what happened outside, I don't see it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that is actually a great point. Sugar is like the currency in, in our household. That's how you that's get true, a kid to it? behave. Yes, definitely. So, well, let's talk a little bit about what we're drinking. And all of us are having the French coffee, which is superb. Uh, Miles, you ordered the... The chouquettes. The chouquettes. How do, you, how do you say that? Chouquettes. Chouquettes. Yeah. Chouquettes. What's the yeah. most chouquettes anyone's ever ordered at once? <laughs> oh, we get orders of hundreds. Hundreds? Yeah. You know, when they walk in, they want to get one chouquette. But it's because they don't know about the chouquette. Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. And you know? let's describe that chouquette because some people don't even know. I didn't know what it was. It, what is it? It's a, it's a little ball so shaped. It's a, it's a puff pastry. Um, with sugar on top, there's yeah. nothing inside. It's very, um, nothing inside. <laughs> Not, <laughs> no. It isn't, no. It yeah. floats. It, yeah. it does float. And, and it's like chips. You eat one, you eat ten. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> and they're fat-free, right? Sugar-free. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can eat a hundred of them. And nothing right. will happen. Yeah, it's like nuts. It's, it's good for you. <laughs> they're fantastic. I got a bag of five. I think I ate all of them already. There you go. And I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the almond croissant. Uh, we have a bag full of treats of uh, the chocolate croissant. And what else did we get? Zanette. It's the... Oh, the, the almond. Yes, the t traditional January almond cake. Oh, yeah. The galette. The galette. galette. Yes. Okay. So we actually only do that um, in January in France. Yeah, it's not January anymore, Lou. Do you know that? I know that. <laughs> but then we in a different country. <laughs> <laughs> Will you get in trouble if your French friends come over and uh, say, hey, what's going on here, Lou? Yes. <laughs> like, I had my friend that came earlier and I told him, don't tell anyone. <laughs> What is spectacular is is the, about this the, this pastries, uh, not just the coffee, is that it it really is completely different. I, I almost taste the the passion and the love that goes into it. That's how good it is for me. Thank you. Yeah, it, it means a lot. It really is amazing. It, you really taste the flavors of everything. It's not it's not overwhelming sugar. A lot of times that yes. happens. You're like, oh man, it's great, but it's a sugar rush. This no, you taste the flavor first. Yes. The sugar comes later. That's what I want. I want people to remember when they come here um, they get something that's delicate so you can come back the next day and not feel bad about what you ate the, the day before well you can feel bad about it <laughs> you won't feel bad that while well, I'm going down but maybe yeah. later on if you keep coming back you're gonna feel bad about yeah, it if you keep coming back I'll tell you I'll tell you that's too much not today <laughs> well Lou just in general when somebody comes here what is it that you want them to leave with, other than lots of treats and coffee and sandwiches and so on? I want, I want them to live with a good experience. Um, they can walk in and walk out, but then I want to make sure that we treat them like they are welcome here. Yeah. You're living the dream, right? Yes, I am. I mean, what does that feel like on a regular basis? Um, right now, it feels like a lot of work. <laughs> But then, you know, uh, sometimes, like, you knock your head and you're like, wow, I'm here in L.A. And um, I have my own bakery. And, you know, when we left France uh, with my wife, we said that we're going to open a bakery. We, we did it. And, you know, there's more to come. And um, I believe that other neighborhoods need a blue the French on the block. And uh, hopefully in the future, you know, we'll sit down in the second one and... and would have a blast. No? <laughs> French on the other block. Exactly. <laughs> well, thanks again, Lou, for being here on the show. It. We appreciate it. Thank you for it. stopping by. Uh, we, we will be stopping by on an unofficial business as much as we can because we love to do it. And uh, we're so grateful to have a place like this to come to. Uh, thank you. So thank you very much for being on the show. You're welcome. Yes, thanks. I'll bring my kids next time. <laughs> Put <laughs> it to the test. They'll be, they behave inside but not outside. No. <laughs> So it was a treat. That was nice to be able to talk to him, drink the coffee, eat the baked goods, yeah, get the story behind really, everything. It's cool to, to share that with people because we get to hear these things, these stories all the time, and nobody gets to know it except for what we tell them little bits and pieces. And to see how a basketball player turned pastry chef is so no, successful. I, I, I disagree. I think it was he was born a pastry chef and just played <laughs> basketball for a while. <laughs> You're probably right. But I've never seen him play basketball. <laughs> But it is uh, spectacular, and um, and then the coffee itself is amazing. The French uh, roasted coffee, you can tell it's completely different from anything else that you've ever had around town, at least for me. Yep. And um, But before we rate these coffees, Miles, um, 
So, yeah, I have a couple little things. Because we were talking about so much sugar, I thought this was apropos for our uh, dog update, Miles. I have a dog update. Uh, and this just happened yesterday. And, boy, it put me in a really good mood. <laughs> some people may not know, some new listeners. I have a very big dog, very large dog. Uh, her head is at counter height. And we have uh, uh, left things out, and she's found them and eaten them. And we've been very diligent about putting things away now. And so things have been great. Well, uh, my wife, and I'm going to go ahead and blame it right on her because <laughs> she's listening and she'll love that. Uh, it, she left uh, accidentally or just not thinking, you know, it's a bag of sugar. She left a bag of sugar on the counter. I got home and, um, uh, well, Miles, <laughs> it had rained sugar all throughout the house. As soon as I walked in, you know, she's always happy to see The ants will pick it up for you. <laughs> She'll be fine. She was very happy to see me. Uh, but then as soon as I saw the sugar everywhere, she's like, oh, he found it. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> he figured it out. It's weird that the dog couldn't just make it disappear. Well, she tried. I could tell you. I, she honestly tried because she had licked up everything. But there were trails, contrails of sugar <laughs> leading to everywhere she went inside the house. It was a total disaster, and it took me over an hour and a half to clean up. I'm starting to think you guys are leaving stuff out just for some podcast material. No. Like, And this week, no. we're going to leave out a bag of sugar and see how that goes. You should try flour next time. <laughs> no, gosh, no. She'd probably eat that, too. Powdered <laughs> confectionate sugar. <laughs> well, speaking of sugar, uh, I, you know, it's funny because I come to Lou's place here, and I have a hard time stopping eating this, the treats. I mean, they really are spectacular. We aren't kidding. I was going to say something. You know, you should probably slow down here, buddy. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. Uh, but my boy loves, you know, I mean, does every kid love sugar, right? I mean, that's, as you say, that's uh, the currency. The, cur <laughs> the currency to get things that you want. And uh, and, it, and it is true, but I I have found that my, my boy... I don't get the same currency that most kids do. And, and this, again, is going to be one of those stories that you say, oh, your son's so great again. <laughs> it's an, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, he has he loves sugar, yes, no question. But he will turn, turn it down. Uh, for instance, uh, we've been to birthday parties where the cake was, you know, something store-bought that they just got in a hurry. And he'll take a bite, and he's like, eh, no, I don't want this. Do your kids do that? Uh, only when it's really, really <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, my boy, if it's not up to standard, he actually turns it down. It's crazy. I mean, what are the odds of that happening? And, and Wow, he's so discerning, Jason. It's bizarre. <laughs> are you making fun of me now? <laughs> uh, it's true, but, uh, you know, it's the sugar, having the sugar now while we're sitting here eating this stuff, it just made me think of that. Uh, yeah, no, there are certain things they won't, they don't like, but yeah. it, it usually has to be pretty bad for that to happen. I see. I mean, if there's sugar in it, yeah. generally they can find some way of getting <laughs> at the sugar. <laughs> you know, Jason, there's a, uh, every once in a while, I strike upon some parenting gold, and it's very rare. Oh, parenting gold. Is this one of these things I should take notes on? <laughs> yeah, well, your, your kid might be too old for it. Oh, but, too bad. You know, we get in these situations where the kids are, having breakdowns and crying, and yeah. sometimes you get multiple kids oh, crying. it's hard to stop. We've had a few done. cases where all three were crying. All three at the we same time? We call that the cryfecta. <laughs> but usually it doesn't get above two. But when it gets bad, you know, sometimes they just get in that funk. And I've we've I found a little technique. You know, they have this video editing app so you can get on your phone. Yeah. They're really easy to download. <laughs> I use one called Video Shop. 
if they're having a meltdown, you yeah. just record it in okay. video shop. Uh-huh. You stop it. Yeah. And then you go and you slow the speed down to about <laughs> half or 60%. <laughs> and then you go and you say, hey, come take a look. I want to show you something on my phone. And, while, I, and this is while they're crying. It's while they're crying and having the meltdown. <laughs> okay. So I got one of these a while back, yeah. and it still makes my kids laugh and it made them laugh right on the spot uh-huh, too and uh-huh. I, it neutralized the meltdown almost immediately because they can hear how ridiculous they sound oh yeah this is good do you know what a meltdown sounds like in slow motion no i've never heard a meltdown in slow motion You're right, check it out, uh, wow this is technology I don't know if you may have missed it at the beginning. You could hear my voice. Tell me what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, that that's something that worked. So every year or so, I'll stumble across something like that. They now start it laughing. Belongs to the world. <laughs> they watch it. They start laughing, and it's over, right? And that's brilliant. That is gold, Miles. You've just uh, saved millions of lives throughout the world. Millions of cry hours. <laughs> We've been sitting here a bit, Jason. I could sit here all day to tell you the truth and just eat and drink coffee. <laughs> Maybe we but should. But we should probably oh, wrap Oh, yeah. Up. I guess we should wrap this up. It, we're still here at Lou's, the French on the block, enjoying, and I mean really enjoying their, their pastries. And, of course, the coffee. And, Miles, as you know, this is the time in the show where we rate the coffees from a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best. Uh, this is a unique situation because we've never had the owner on the show before until now, but Regardless, we have to be sincere about what we have and what we eat. So, Miles, uh, you're having French coffee. I'm having just a straight French coffee. And they do serve other things. They serve uh, lattes and cappuccinos and things using the French beans. But you had, what did you have? Well, yeah, I mean, I just had the, the regular coffee. Yeah. It's, I got to give the place, uh, on a whole, you yeah. got to give the spot a 10. I mean, this place oh, well, is good. Oh, well, no question the spot is a 10. I mean, you put the big goods that are out of this world and then you put it with a coffee. I mean, that, yeah, I, mean, I got to go give wrong. the coffee a 9 out of 10. A 9? I mean, it complements the baked goods great. It's yeah. got a unique taste to it. Yeah. It's delicious. It's it, you know I think it's like just what you need when you're uh, when you're having one of these uh, croissants and croquettes. <laughs> it balances it out, doesn't it? You're right. It's really smooth. It's flavorful. It's completely different from anything else you've had around town. I can guarantee you that. And uh, I too am going to give it a high score. I, I feel like it's a, it's a nine nine point five kind of there because it's so different. Uh, it surprises you almost how different it is, and it doesn't have any bitter aftertaste. It's it's just delightful uh, at the moment. I guess if the yeah. best way to explain it, uh, it's something worth trying, and you will not be disappointed, especially if you pair it with anything that Lou bakes here. You can't go wrong. And overall, this is a great place to visit if you're in the Burbank area. Uh, it's you got to stop. It's a cozy place. Uh, so you'll miss it if you blink. It's right next to Gindi Thai. Uh, but it is worth the stop. And you will feel like you've stepped into Paris for just a moment. And the smells are unbelievable. You can't go wrong coming here. So we, we highly recommend this place. 
So that's all we have to say about Lou the French on the Block. Miles and I would like to again thank Lou for being on the show and Karima, his wife, for making everything happen because that's what she does. Amen. <laughs> yeah. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. And if you did, please subscribe and share it with your friends too. And if you have any questions or even an idea for the show, you can let us know. You can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram as Coffee Cafe Podcast or Twitter as Coffee Cafe Dads. Thanks again for listening. And remember, we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason. <laughs>